When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of... Whatever News! The only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related. And we don't bore you. We get into it. Let's do it. And before we continue, if you would hit that subscribe button and that bell, we drop new episodes of For Never News every Saturday, 12 p.m. EST. And so I'd greatly appreciate you hitting them buttons. You'll get notified. I'll get you to watch. We all win, 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 win. So hit them buttons. Okay, people. And first story on the docket is something that I'm very excited to talk to you guys about. And actually, to give you a little bit of an inside scoop, I actually just recorded 30 minutes of footage that I can't use because what we're about to talk about is essentially the manga sales for the west of 2022 now this is very big because every single time that we speak about manga sales over here on this channel or in general you hear about manga sales 9.9 times out of 10 you're only hearing about japan you're hearing about the japanese sales top 50 of the week you're hearing about the top 10 or top 50 or top 100 best-selling manga of the year from japan we rarely ever get sales from the west so this one right here we're going to be diving into is a massive thing and the reason why i said that i recorded 30 minutes of nothing was because i went and looked at the wrong list and i was making references and all sorts of stuff based on faulty information but aha i got the right list right here because i was looking at 2021 but we have the list of the top selling manga authors of 2022 and in general i believe this is also including other authors as well not just manga authors but we're going to specifically be taking close looks at what these manga authors are selling now of course some authors have multiple series so we're going to talk about that when we approach those authors of like okay they got two series they got three series some authors obviously only have one but either way this is about to be a fascinating list because the 2021 list that i recorded and if you want to see it uh, i don't know maybe i'll upload it somewhere else but it's a big goof because again i'm referencing other things that don't make sense because it's from 2021 but this list right here let's take a look because i'm not really sure what place where but i know 
that we had a lot of heavy hitters on that list, but let's jump into it. And apparently there are over 10,839 different names on the entire NPD book scan list for 2022, but this is the list of authors that sold at least 100,000 or more combined copies of their volumes in 2022. So with that being said, starting at the bottom, let's see. Okay, I'm not familiar with Terry Livingston. That's probably not an author from Japan, but we got Hidenori Kusaka, and I want to say I covered who that was. Okay, Pokemon Adventures. So start off with at the end of it with 164,984 copies. Hidenori Kusaka, the author of Pokemon Adventures. I'm not surprised seeing this name on the list because I see Pokemon Adventures at like a Walmart oftentimes and stuff like that. Like it's a pretty it's Pokemon at the end of the day. So Pokemon being on the list, not really surprised. Big ups to Hidenori Kusaka. Very good stuff. And Kazu Kibuishi is the author of Amulet the Stonekeeper. Is that uh well they're a Japanese born American graphic novel. Okay, so this is not you know, even though manga just means comic and anything could be manga, but technically that the art style looks even different. I'm like, wait a minute, it doesn't look exactly like manga per se. But yeah, okay, so Amulet the Stonekeeper is their main series. Big ups to Kazu Kibuishi. Then moving up slightly, well, we got Robert Kirkman. I'm sure you know Robert Kirkman is that's the author of The Walking Dead as well as Invincible, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 169,000. I would expect way more for Robert Kirkman considering like Invincible and The Walking Dead are Invincible and The Walking Dead. 169,474 copies. That's still pretty good, but I'm shocked it's not a lot higher. Then slightly above him, which is a very big feat in and of itself, Hiro Mashima. Author of Fairy Tale, Fairy Tale 100 Years Quest, and Eden Zero. Oh, and Rave Master. How could I forget that? And Monster Hunter Arage, I'm going to say his name of it. Uh, with 169,791 copies. Big, big ups to Hiro Mashima. Love to see the hustler of the century making the 2022 list. In 2021, he was a lot higher, if I'm not mistaken. And he had, like, outdone, I think, Toriyama. Was it Toriyama? No, no, no. He had outdone, like, Tagashi and, like, a few others. But still seeing him on the list in 2022 is a very, very big feat. Then going up slightly is Hiromu Arakawa. That's the author of Full Metal Alchemist and now their new series uh, Yomi no Sugai. Now I'm not sure if Yomi no Sugai had hit yet, but oh, and they did Silver Spoon as well. Uh, 174,572 copies. That is a very big feat considering Hiromu Arakawa hasn't been I don't want to say he hasn't been the most relevant because Full Metal Alchemist is always relevant, but you know, with new works outside of Full Metal Alchemist people haven't really been running to check out Silver Spoon and a lot of the other side works that Hiromu Arakawa has done I think things are going to change with Yomi no Sugai so I wouldn't be surprised depending on when the volumes start dropping in the west if Hiromu Arakawa rises up the ranks so to speak here soon because that, that work is pretty gas but 174,572 copies again for Full Metal Alchemist, Silver Spoon, uh, is there like a the heroes of the, so the she has a couple of different series okay and then of course Yomi no Sugai okay yeah there's no Yomi no Sugai mangas in the west so that gotta be like mainly FMA volumes flying off shelves for whatever reason cool beans then up ahead from there is akira himakawa let's see which author that is okay that's the author of zelda the zelda manga that's not a surprise either i see the zelda manga around a lot of comic book stores that i go to i mean it's like video games and at the same time a manga so you're getting the best of both worlds you're gonna get a decent sized audience Cool Beans on that one, 180,107 copies. Cool Beans, I gotta stop saying that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, 
good stuff there. Then up ahead, Fujita. Fujita is the author of Wotakoi Love is Hard for Otaku. And that was actually adapted into an anime. So yeah, that kind of a shocker like again see everything isn't always battle series battle series aren't the only things that sell and that did 199,195 copies uh, for that series and for that author in general really good stuff then we got Naoko Takeuchi that's the author of Sailor Moon I should have seen it by the first picture 210,001 copies for the author of Sailor Moon which that's probably 99.9% Sailor Moon I think there's like Sailor V out there but I don't even know if they released volumes over here but yeah Naoko Takeuchi doing 210,000 copies not surprised I ain't gonna lie like Sailor Moon is Sailor Moon it's the Dragon Ball Z a female protagonist led manga you know what I'm saying so big big ups to Naoko uh, Takeuchi again I, I, I super apologize that I didn't remember the name forgive me that is a major goof on my end but yeah uh, then slightly above we got Ryoji Hirano this is um, an author of several of the Demon Slayer spinoff mangas so yeah we'll, we'll give it to you although it's really based off the back we got to keep it 100 over here it's based off of the back of what Koyohado Gotoge has done with their series so yeah big big shouts to this author but at the end of the day let's keep it a buck with you like it's because of gotoge all right but still big big sales for them with 214,662 copies that's major but yeah a little bit shocked i'm like what the heck then going up hold on hold on hold on hold on Gotta give it up because this author gets so much hate. The series gets so much hate. And in your face, out of all of the series that did over 100,000 over here in the West, Yuki Tabata, author of Black Clover. He had Hungry Joker, but that doesn't, you know, it was never translated or brought to North America. So this is strictly Black Clover. 223,163 copies for Black Clover. One more time, one more time, one more time. Yo, that's outdoing Sailor Moon. That's outdoing Hiromu Arakawa. That's outdoing some pretty heavy hitters there in general. Just people say that Black Clover don't sell, but a quarter million copies in North America for 2022 alone, that is very big. <laughs> that is very, very big. That's why they be using the global sales because they're like, yo, you know, it's doing decent in other areas. And that's also a showcasing and a demonstration as well that your series or whatever it is that you do. Let's just say like you're a musician, you're an author, whatever it may be. If you're not necessarily the king or a big shot over where you're at, even though Black Clover is very popular, I want to be very clear. But you can amass an audience and a following in other areas outside of your bubble. You can amass an audience. You'll never know if you're in the West right now. If you're doing whatever, you know, you're a comic artist, you're a musician, whatever the case may be. Just because like you're in a big city, you're in, you know, New York, you're in Texas, you're in uh, Los Angeles, California. Like that doesn't mean that you can't amass an audience in Wyoming or Maine or Wisconsin or some other places that aren't really heavily populated, stuff like that. You can find a niche out there. You can find an audience out there. So never give up that, you know, you can't find an audience because look over here in the west black clover almost a quarter of a million copies that's very very big shout out to Tabata. then slightly above him is a major goat so i, I can't hate on it masashi kishimoto with 227,787 copies i'm gonna be honest with you looking at that number i'm guessing that that's a combination and based off of what i learned from 2021 i'm, I'm pretty sure it's a combination of old naruto volumes flying off shelves still as well as boruto volumes i think they're also attributing boruto Boruto volumes and I know some people are like Boruto volumes Boruto doesn't no, no Boruto does sell when you go to your local Walmart when you go to your local comic shops they got all the new Boruto volumes because Boruto volumes sell I know it's a narrative or whatever like oh it's for kids and people don't no, no, no. 
People care about Boruto, it sells, and this is a testament that that's not only old Naruto volumes, that is also a lot of to do with Boruto selling as well. People are buying them, so big ups to Masashi Kishimoto. It's crazy. I wish they would actually attribute him to being, you know, the, the author of it, but that's a different ball game altogether. <laughs> Either way, uh, yeah, 227,787 for Masashi Kishimoto. Then going up above, again, I'm mainly trying to cover just uh, manga authors from Japan, uh, Yoshihiro Togashi, another GOAT, another legend with 251,248 copies. In case you don't know about Tagashi, I'm shocked you don't. Uh, he's the author of Hunter Hunter. He's the author of Yu Yu Hakusho. He had a little side series called Level E. I'm kind of flabbergasted considering like, did Hunter release anything in 2022 in the West? I know it released like an older volume at the end in Japan, but did it release like that? That must be just strictly back catalog volumes. Like it sold a quarter of a million on basically back catalog. <laughs> what? 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 That that is insane to think about and just also goes to show how many new manga fans are being birthed every day that uh, what Hunter Hunter started like 1998 like ni- from 1998 to 2022 and is still doing that that's that's insane big 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 ups to Yoshiro Tagashi and again the power of creating a cult following because that's what that is uh going up ahead let's see moving forward uh we got Kaiyu Shirai that's if I'm not mistaken the artist of the promised neverland 301,981 copies Wow, The Promised Neverland is a lot more popular than you thought, huh? Because I don't think, aside from The Promised Neverland and like some other one-shots, really The Promised Neverland is their bread and butter. And to do 300,000 plus copies, outdoing Yoshihiro Tagashi, outdoing Masashi Kishimoto, outdoing Yuki Tabata, that's a testament to Promised Neverland. Again, it has a niche over here in the West that really love it, despite the backlash that season two of the anime got. Yeah, 301,000 uh, copies. It, it speaks volumes, quite literally. I don't think they're buying volumes like sometimes you can tell when they fudging numbers like let's keep it real and i know some people don't like to think this way but sometimes series do fudge numbers because the bigger the sales week the first week then a lot of people run out oh my god it sold so much it must be good and they go out and buy it that's just how it is there's no reason to do that a hundred thousand weeks into promise neverland so kaiyu shirai doing 301,000 copies they did 301,000 copies like promise neverland is selling and again another series that when you go to your local walmart when you go to the local places that sell you know some little section of manga i see promise neverland volumes there i see you know whatever it be a, a side story the volumes themselves like big big ups to kai Ushida. then we got moving forward above them sugumi oba and i'm pretty sure that's death note bakuman and platinum N. Now, the thing about it is, is how? <laughs> because uh, with 315,569 copies, that makes me wonder, because Platinum Man wasn't really a big, big seller, if I'm not mistaken. Like, Platinum Man wasn't the most successful series. Bakuman, from my understanding, at the very least outside of Japan, didn't sell the most amazing. But the first series that they had, Death Note, is, you know, a huge staple. So I'm going to bet that a small portion of that is Platinum End, a smaller portion is Bakuman, but majority of that is again back catalog of death note like which is crazy because that's 2022 death note came out in like 06 dog how, how from you know what i'm saying so that catalog having that old catalog of work what you do now maybe it might not even pop right now but when you get something to pop later on down the road you can go back and your back catalog will be very valuable whatever it may be again music comics uh, paintings whatever it is that you do creating catalog is important because look at what it's doing for sugumi oba they don't got nothing really going right now the platinum was the last thing that they did and 315,569 copies 
Madness. Then above them, a massive GOAT, the author of Fire Force and Soul Leader, Atsushi Okubo, with 324,471 copies. That is very big, dog. Because first of all, Fire Force, did it, it ended in what, 2021, 2020, something like? No, 2021, I want to say. Fire Force ended, and Soul Leader have been done for a while. I do see Soul Leader reprints, so I feel like some of that is Soul Leader reprints, and then the rest of it is Fire Force. And of course, that's two big smash hit series that are still relevant to this day, but kind of nuts. 324,000 big up to Then going up a little further, people be hating on sports series. People be saying that sports series don't sell. Haruichi Furudate is proving you wrong. 335,161 copies for Haikyuu's author, bro. You're like, wait, what, what? For Haikyuu, dog. Haikyuu is a volleyball series. That's why a series like, even though from a different publication, Blue Lock is coming in and kicking butt and taking names because they know that the sports series, there is a bag to be had. So while you're sleeping on sports series thinking, it's not going to be in. No, no. Haruichi Furudate just did 335. Put numbers on the board in the West. Let's be very clear. In the West. These are impressive numbers for the West. That is not the homeland for manga. Big, big ups to them. Then going up above an author that basically majority, not majority, all of this is from work that they did like 10, 20 years ago. Hirohiko Araki, author of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure with 345,958 copies. A lot of that is of course due to the anime, putting out new seasons and whatnot, but it's seasons of manga that man's wrote <laughs> a, a bajillion years ago, which also makes me think, well, yo, Viz, I don't know if Viz was capping back in the day because I remember Viz was saying at one given point, I was speaking to some Viz uh, reps back in the day at like different conventions and stuff like that that they invited me to and whatnot uh and i remember them saying that jojo's wasn't like the biggest you know it wasn't really flying off shelves but i think maybe things have changed because 345,000 copies that's very big and it, granted again at this point i want to say have they released part six volumes yet i know for sure that's uh, parts one through five so that's a lot to take in but 345,000 copies in the west for a manga author that his newest stuff like part eight for example won't even be released for another five years or so maybe more uh you know over here so he got a bag waiting for him down the road again which will put it as like one of the topical things one of the main things you should think about from leaving this episode is catalog on what you're creating comics music art whatever it is catalog big ups to again hirohiko araki then going up author of One Punch Man uh, and Mob Psycho, and now their new series as well. Forgive me, I don't remember the name. One with 371,641 copies. Mans is is doing it up, dog. Which Why is there an Epstein on there? Gabriella Epstein. I, I, I hope that that's not the same Epstein I'm thinking of right now. Whoa, that's, that's madness there. But yeah, one outdoing a lot of goats as well. And I'd imagine with their next series, it's going to be another smash because I read the first chapter and it was pretty interesting. But in the West, I'm not surprised by this either. Mob Psycho is very popular over here. And One Punch Man is a smash hit regardless. So 371,000 in the West. Let's freaking go. And then above them, it might be a little bit of a surprise. And I'm going to tell you why it might be a little bit of a surprise. Because while they have a new work called Chojin X out right now. That one, I don't even know. I think it just now started getting like volume releases um, over here in the West. Maybe like tail end of last year or something like that but all of this is mainly due to their previous work that ended like five years ago i'm talking about sui shida with 382,159 copies the author of tokyo ghoul that is i'm going to attribute 90 something percent if not 100 percent of that is all due to tokyo ghoul and that makes you think now when you look why are they promoting tokyo ghoul with banners and stuff like that because they still be doing that nowadays you're like but why it's ended so long ago 
That's why. It's stuff like that. The reason why we might at some point get an inevitable continuation of Tokyo Ghoul because that's a bag waiting to be had. Look at that. That's five years ago it ended. I think it ended, what, 2018, right? And it's still 382,000 copies. That's crazy. Big up to Suishida. Man's is eaten. Then going up ahead, another one that's going to shock you, but in a different way, Tomohito Oda with 500, oh my God, over half a million, 502,589 copies. Again, you're like, who's Tomohito Oda? That's the author of Komi Can't Communicate. The homies can't communicate. No. <laughs> Kobe can't communicate. That's a very small little story. You didn't expect it. Also a demonstration that if you're thinking about creating comics, you're thinking about creating manga, whatnot, you don't only have to focus on battle series if you want to make money. And also if you're, uh, I don't know, you're crushing on somebody that's a manga fan, maybe buy a volume of that. They might be into it. You'll have a common interest. But Tomohito Oda, over half a million copies. That's crazy. That's the type of stuff that's going to get a green lit for another season. And Hmm, I wonder if there's any correlation to the fact that it was, I think it was a Netflix exclusive, if I'm not mistaken, but it definitely uh, streamed on Netflix. I wonder if Netflix had any part in promoting, like, this series being bigger. That's interesting to know. Up above it, Akira Toriyama. <laughs> you know who that is. The author of Dragon Ball, Dr. Slump. I guess he's one of the co-creators of Dragon Ball Super with 522,292 copies. And I'm gonna keep it real. That's they, they have to be using Dragon Ball Super sales for starters because, in case you don't know, Dragon Ball Super, it's selling very, very well. Which I'm kind of shocked why they decided to go down this route of re-releasing the movie and the manga. That was kind of a little... Mm, Poor choice, in my opinion, of them trying to milk the cow for all it's worth. But they might actually have uh, tainted the cow a little bit. But 522,292 copies. That is a massive, massive feat for a man that he probably writes down a few ideas on a napkin, hands it over to Shueisha, and says, where's my check? And he's doing over half a million copies. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Big up Satoriyama. Still in this day and age kicking butt and showing the young whippersnappers how it's done. Then above him, a, a goat beyond goats. You know him. You love him. You worship him. Well, maybe you don't worship him. Well, some people actually do, believe it or not. Uh, Eichiro Oda, creator of One Piece. And that's really all he's done. Uh, but that's by no means to slight it because it's a hundred and something volumes deep. And last year it did 543,361 copies in the West. I know you're probably looking at that like, but in Japan it did 20 million, blah, blah, blah. For the West, that is astronomical. I can tell you right now, I remember very vividly, like around 2011-ish, seeing some manga sales, and I always reference this, but I was just shocked beyond belief, and <laughs> I don't want to say traumatized, but it was an eye-opener of how poorly manga sold in the West. I remember a Bleach volume, brand new Bleach volume, one of the big three, coming out, and doing 500 copies week one. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, wow, manga doesn't sell shit in the West. So to see it come from that to One Piece as a whole, Eichiro Oda doing over half a million, 543,000 copies in a year for One Piece that people laughed at and said it was last in the big three in the West. Big, humongous W for Oda, Gota, outdoing Toriyama, outdoing a lot of goats in here, Hidehiko Araki, what, what, Kishimoto was on here too, right? Like, yeah, Kishimoto, like, Oda, good stuff there. Then, I'm not surprised at all on this one, and I feel like this is very appropriate where it stands. Uh, Junji Ito with 558,371 copies. You're like, who's Junji Ito? He's the author of damn near every horror series you've ever seen in a store near you. Like, he's done um, Uzumaki, not to be confused with Naruto Uzumaki. It's a horror series. He's done Gyo. There's like a million horror series. Like, he is the poster boy for horror manga right now. Like, you can't run into a horror manga without at least hearing about Junji Ito, or chances are, 
it is a Junji Ito work, especially here in the West. Like, for whatever reason, horror manga is like this big niche that is like exploding over here in the West. And Junji Ito was the head of the pack because for him to outdo One Piece, bro, you outdid One Piece, Dragon Ball, One Punch Man with, again, 558,371 copies. Ito is eating, bro. Uh, then above him with a very, very uh, steep difference, but it's to be expected because it's a GOAT that uh, the series still hasn't technically ended per se. The anime got one more round to go. Hajime Isayama, Attack on Titans creator. I don't think he's done anything else outside of that either, aside from like one shots with 767,924 copies. If you ever question whether or not Attack on Titan is lit in, in the West, go show people this video. If somebody's like, nah, Attack on Titan ain't popping like that last year was wasn't even like, no, 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 look at that. 767,000 people in the West. 767,000 copies, bro. Don't tell me otherwise. Stop it. That's... But then a name on this list that I am so proud to see and I'm proud to see how much it sold and I'm just so happy despite the fact that we had such a heartbreaking uh, loss. Uh, the late, great Kentaro Miura with 799,667 copies, almost 800,000 copies. In case you don't know who that is, uh, that is the GOAT that created Berserk, the masterpiece. Um, he passed away a couple years back. And this is just a demonstration of how much of a goat he is that after his passing, his manga. I remember even trying to go and buy some Berserk volumes after it ended. I think I wanted to get like the Viz Bigs or those big premium editions that they had. Couldn't get my hands on them. A lot of the single editions were just gone. It was like overnight they disappeared. People ran out and bought them um, and almost 800,000 copies. It's a little bit scary because it reminds me of like the music industry of how people run out to buy records or stream records as soon as an artist dies. And I don't like that because then it feels like it turns into some weird sick trend of like hey an author dies okay everybody let's go read their their comic now when realistically uh kentaro mira's work deserved a million copies every year uh because it's just such a great series so uh, it's a bittersweet feeling but mostly i'm gonna just say sweet that at the very least i'm hoping his family gets to benefit from these 800,000 sales and whatever else is doing worldwide but big big ups to kentaro mira being well let's see hold on he's literally in the top 10 of highest selling manga authors in 2022 in the west period that is love to see it then going up ahead we got a lot of names that i'm not familiar with but we do have tatsuya endo with over a million copies over a million copies in the west 1,071,230 copies of spy family bro that's his big series over a million a million homie did a milli a milli a milli for spy family that is Wow, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I 100% expect it, and this is a massive jump from the previous year, I want to say uh, the year before this, it only did about like 200,000 or something along the lines of that, I remember when I just did my 30 minutes that I can't use, uh, it did way less, a million copies, Shh. Spy Family, dog, again, you don't need to make battle series, you don't need to conform to the norm to make it, then above them, of course, is though some of the norms, but one of the kings of the norms, uh, I don't even want to say the norms, because it's a great series, Kohei Horikoshi, author of My Hero academia and you may know sensei nobogay aka barrage with 1,114,995 copies basically almost well pretty much over 1.1 million copies for my hero academia in the west again comparatively speaking to what the west was and what the west is now manga sales wise 
Big ups to Horikoshi. And wow, like the, the rest of the list damn near is legendary and iconic. Because then above them is Gege Akutami, author of Jujutsu Kaisen. 1.441 million. 300,000 more than My Hero Academia. And Jujutsu Kaisen is way more new. And it only have one season. My Hero is, what, five? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> going on season seven? When Jujutsu Kaisen is going on season two? That is crazy. Now, granted, you could throw the argument when My Hero came out, manga still wasn't at the height set what it's at right now while Jujutsu Kaisen is being ushered in at the peak of this era so you could throw that argument but then above them a series that ended what two years ago now and I think it didn't put out a volume in 2022 if I'm not mistaken it was already over it was just like spinoffs and stuff like that Demon Slayer's Koyohara Gotoge with 1.849 850 million basically almost 1.85 million copies over Wow, almost 2 million copies, bro, for Demon Slayer in the West. Just keep in mind that Bleach story, a Bleach volume selling 500 copies week one. <laughs> keep that in mind, bro. <sighs> nuts, nuts. Then above them is something that you didn't expect because it didn't sell well anime-wise in Japan for whatever reason. But over here, it's the king of manga, the number one selling manga. And you're going to get why I'm saying number one selling manga because there is something that outsold it. But the number one selling manga in the West for 2022 was Chainsaw Man with 1.9 million copies, basically 1,900,904 copies, almost 2 million copies for Tatsuki Fujimoto's Chainsaw Man. However, there is a little bit of something you got to add in there because it wasn't only Chainsaw Man. There was some very popular one-shot manga that came out. Uh, Goodbye, Eddie. That was very big. Look Back was very big. And also the author had a previous work as well, Fire Punch, which once again, what I keep telling you, back catalog back catalog is very important and do it in all shapes and forms do eps do albums do everything you possibly can because that 1.9 million is probably not only again chainsaw man which i throw the argument chainsaw man is probably a good chunk of that if not most of it but a lot of those back catalogs like fire punch fire punch probably added on to that number craziness and then coming in at number one is dave pilkey which you're like what the hell is that uh with 3.6 million and that's captain underpants yeah Captain Underpants is apparently a higher seller than Demon Slayer, Chainsaw Man, <sighs> North America, baby. Yeah. And there you have Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price price line this episode is brought to you by la quinta by window your work can take you all over the place like texas you've never been but it's going to be great because you're staying at la quinta by window their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead and after you can unwind using their free high-speed wi-fi tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine Book your stay today at LQ.com. That was my extensive coverage of 2022's highest selling manga authors. And that was very entertaining to say the least. Um, yeah, let me know what you guys think. Any shockers, anything that really surprised you? Surprised the hell out of me. Okay, moving forward in this glorious episode. For starters, a new Bleach key visual was released. Bleach, the high school warfare key visual. And apparently this visual has nothing to do with the Thousand of Blood War anime. There's apparently a special dating simulator game. And there's a gameplay video available now. I don't want to see, I'm going to be honest with you. But I'm sure my editor might hunt it down and put it on the screen 
screen for you, but why is there a Bleach Dating Simulator game? I mean, I guess shout outs to the ladies that want to see that or whoever the heck want to see this thingy-majig of like the, the Bleach dudes in a dating simulator game, but I don't want, I want to see uh, Ichigo going Bankai, but not in the way that they want to see it. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> like, yo, I, the art looks cool in this one. Uh, oddly enough, why the hell is Ichigo? It looks like he's covered in blood. What the heck? And then why is Gen randomly there? It's like, Yo, you got Renji, you got Uryu, you got Ichigo, and then you just got Gin. I don't know where. What? What? What is this atrocity? Why are they doing this to me right now? Kubo, did you approve of this? Kubo, Kubo, is that love hotel real? Like, no. <laughs> yeah, if, if you know, you know. But yeah, people, there's apparently a Bleach dating simulator game, and there's the key visual for it. Moving forward, we got a little bit of a better look at the upcoming work from the creator of Beelzebub, the manga about the high school delinquent raising the baby of lucifer whatnot new ancient egypt exploration manga that is hype i did not know that it was an ancient egypt exploration manga i want to check it out even more it's called sebek chan wa kamitsuki tai by beelzebub creator tamura ryohei and bentame jump educational manga magazine issue one two japanese kids meet the ancient god sebek chan and get transported to ancient egypt to explore the pyramids with her that is so freaking fire and i do believe i have a visual somewhere for it again i want to say that this is like more of an educational magazine in general so it's probably not going to be the most hype thing in the world and the visuals don't look all that great either to be honest with you it like it looks all right very stark contrast to anything from beelzebub but i'm interested off the premise and the fact that it's ryuhei tamara which i love beelzebub so we'll see how it goes uh unk chi i bet there's going to be a lot of gems about egyptian historical facts and all of that good stuff so we'll see how it goes but yeah the art isn't the craziest in the world it looks kind of decent and i'm looking forward to reading it nonetheless because i love anything to do with learning more about africa or egypt moving forward just a quick update apparently tokyo revengers tenjiku arc anime adaptation has been announced and there's a visual of a character with a red coat i won't jump too into it in case you don't know but yeah uh honestly i kind of tuned out a little bit during the christmas showdown arc i was hoping that with this upcoming season that they just really or this previously released season that i think it just finished airing i was hoping that they would have put a little bit more backbone into the art and animation considering tokyo revengers is a massive hit in japan but it was kind of par for the course with the art and animation and i probably now that it's over i'll go back and marathon it once i finish watching some other stuff but yeah for tokyo revengers fans the new arc anime adaptation of Tenjuku is incoming and it seems like they're trying to treat Tokyo Revengers like Demon Slayer in a way and what I mean by that is they're trying to make it that the manga ended a long time ago but you're gonna get like 10 to 12 episodes every year until you know they finish the story which I'm imagining there's still probably like two three more seasons that they're gonna be able to do which I think that Demon Slayer did it a smart way and here's where I don't know if you would say it was the author or the publishing company but I think they really goofed heavy on this manga in terms of continuing it because it felt like it got extended to be honest with you it felt like at a certain point it could have ended and manga sales was like no dog we, we do it like a million every volume as soon as it comes out like stop it like keep it going and unfortunately i got such a bad rep that people aren't really rocking with it opposed to where demon sayer towards the end of it demon sayer was getting a lot of hate on it as well and they were like yo let's end it quickly now and that way we could just live off it for a very long time because people won't be as with a sour taste in their mouth towards it 
it opposed to Tokyo Revengers, they kind of ran the name into the ground to a certain degree with the manga. So, yeah, like, I'm still going to watch it, but the hype has kind of left for a lot of people. And in terms of it being the big hitter that it could have been, that last arc really just ruined it for a lot of people unfortunately moving forward author of hell's paradise it says here first look at fushino otoko to mujikina Tachi by yuji kaku in issue number 19 again yuji kaku author of hell's paradise this is his new one shot and it will be published on april 8th at shonen jump plus's app so it seems he's returning to his roots after getting canceled in shonen jump and looking at the art um it doesn't look like the most appealing per se like yo hell's paradise the, the character designs look pretty dope cool and even got hell's is that the the character from hell's paradise i'm super confused like it looks like they got the main character from hell's paradise on one side and then they got a bunch of kids that i don't think are from hell's paradise i could be totally off but yeah i'm interested whatever he does because it seems as though this author is batting 100 like i really liked ayashimon even though it got canceled i don't care about it getting canceled it didn't get canceled for me ayashimon was very very dope and uh yeah i'm gonna give this series a shot uh, or this new one shot a shot at the very least so not bad not bad then Moving forward, Spy Family fans. Yeah, Spy Family is a massive hit not only in the West, but everywhere else, especially in Japan. Because Spy Family has reportedly reached... 30 million copies in circulation with only 11 volumes and it still got season 2 incoming it got a movie incoming I'm expecting the big breakout hit from Jump Plus to do 100 million when it's all said and done because with one season and 11 volumes 30 million copies what happens when season 2 drops and no 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 better yet what happens when that movie drops and if that movie hits what it needs to hit that'll be bigger than Demon Slayer I keep saying it but I truly believe that a family friendly film that is already very popular by nature because of it and it being an original if they do something that just kind of leans into being canonical to the manga that's a wrap if they do some emotional stuff pretty much three keys to making it successful art and animation need to be 100 on point they need to make it canonical to the manga and they need to hit the feels you hit those three marks with already being a very heavy hitting title that is family friendly huge it'll outdo majority of anime films uh, of history and if i'm wrong i'm wrong but i don't think i'm wrong because even in the west this thing is massively popular just did a million last year alone which is big for the west like spy family then because i wanted to the latest issue of shonen jumps cover with the anime debuting here in a few days marshall well actually by the time you're watching this it might be out already i'm not sure but marshall magic and muscles uh it got the cover of weekly shonen jump and it looks kind of cool very rainbowish, but ultimately looks pretty dope i like it then moving forward another series that has sold massively probably not to what you would have expected but nevertheless chainsaw man has reached 24 million copies in circulation with 14 volumes and i'm gonna be honest with you i'm gonna just keep it so real in the west chainsaw man's numbers are are impressive chainsaw man just outdoing all of the other competition it was insane but in japan i would have expected more I'm going to just keep it real. I expected it to be at like 50 million by now. And I, I know people are probably looking at me like, what the hell? You have way too unrealistic. No, I don't have unrealistic expectations because look at Demon Slayer and look at Jujutsu Kaisen. Chainsaw Man pre-anime already had like, what was it? 10 million, 14 million copies in circulation. So realistically, the anime added about 10 million sales, which is great. But for what Chainsaw Man was predicted to be, for what Chainsaw Man looked like it was going to be, it looked like it was going to be the next Demon Slayer and above. 
And considering it didn't, and it's at $24 million, and the anime, the Blu-ray sold like 1,000 copies first week. And I know some people are like, no, it sold like 10,000 or 14,000 on the website, whatever. Okay, let's just say even it did 15,000 first week. Let's just give it that, right? That is very poor compared to the expectations that everybody had of it being like on the level of JJK and Demon Sayer when JJK did like 50,000 first week and Demon Sayer did like almost 100,000 sales Blu-ray first week. 15,000 is pitiful compared to it when the expectations are so high that this is going to be, you know, the, the second coming. You, you dig? So Chainsaw Man, yeah, sales aren't the greatest. It's very popular, but and when I say sales aren't the greatest, I need to clarify because those are incredible, outrageous sales. But for what the expectations were, I'm sure even Shueisha a little bit like, we thought this was going to really pop. But yeah, Chainsaw Man, 24 million copies with 14 volumes. Great number. I thought it would have been bigger. And I'm not trying to hate on it at all. I'm the biggest or one of the biggest Chainsaw Man fans, but that's just how I feel. Moving forward, there is a very, very big uh, drama going on right now with this one, and I absolutely had to report it. So there's a couple of different reports. We're going to read this one first that said, Fairytale 100 Years Quest Studio is not going to be A1 Pictures, as announcement will be made soon. A1 Pictures delayed all of their projects due to COVID-19, including solo leveling, which was delayed to 2024, and near Automata in Definitely, which I heard Nier Automata's animation was crappy. Anyway, expect an announcement in April and May. So that was one thing. But then the, the story gets stranger, more so not necessarily just about fairy tale, but with Hiromashima's works, because after that happens, then I'm hearing a lot of murmurings about Eden Zero getting tossed around and not really finding a home for it in terms of streaming rights because Eden Zero has a second season and I know I made it seem like it was more fairy tale news forgive me I, I just kind of meant more Hiromashima kind of insanity of what's going on right now because apparently Kodansha struck a deal with Disney for Eden Zero season 2 but decided to let a French company Mediatune acquire global rights to Eden Zero and not Disney most people can't watch Eden Zero season 2 without pirating it and it's just really strange because that's a, a, a again a french company that got the global rights to it media tune so a couple of things i could think of is a maybe disney was not trying to pay them what they wanted b disney had a ridiculous rollout plan of what they were going to do with it or c media tune came with the most ginormous bag of all time and we're like yo we'll, we'll do this and it's starting to look a little bit with a lot of series that when a netflix rolls around when one of these big conglomerates shows up again disney with hulu if they are getting the exclusive rights you can expect for this situation to happen where we probably won't be getting eden zero season two the first episode of it anyway for another six months even though it's airing in japan right now and that's basically what they call the netflix jail but now it's i guess the the media tune jail what 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 is media tune and why did they give a french company the i don't know i mean you know france does have a very big manga market over there they're they're huge with manga so it could be that they're just expanding and you know people are sleeping on france but it's very strange that kodansha decided to go with this media tune company for global rights and not disney honestly it had to have been the bag uh was just ginormous media tune must have very big backing that way they were like please we're trying to establish our media tune thing we'll give you 10 trillion dollars just give us this big title but yeah Eden Zero's uh kind of right now I don't want to say dead in the water but from what I'm hearing it looks really good and it's airing in Japan but we can't watch it till who knows when and 
where's MediaToon? Where are we going to be? They're probably going to sublicense it to Netflix and them, again, six months down the road. So that's probably what's going to happen. But very, very strange situation. I'm I'm kind of shocked right now, to be honest with you. Moving forward, a story that I did want to cover. It's not anime manga related, but it's a little bit in the nerd culture. And in general, I wanted to talk about it. Apparently, a Harry Potter reboot is in the works at HBO and each season of the series would be based on one of the seven books. So they're going to do a season of book. Now, I'm going to tell you the truth. While on one hand, it's going to be really hard for people like myself that we grew up on the Harry Potter books and then the movies and the movies, you know, those actors, Daniel Radcliffe and the rest of them, they're kind of etched into us as that's Harry, that's Hermione, that's Ron. Like those are the, the people because they were just casted and we grew with them. You know what I'm saying? So on one hand, that's going to be difficult. On the other hand, book readers like myself, I read the first five, five or six books of, of Harry Potter. I didn't read all of them. I watched the movies for the last couple. Yeah, I know I committed mortal sin. But either way, book readers will know that probably a TV series would be a better or do a better job of telling the story of the books than a movie that a movie is condensed you only have a certain time run in order to get all of your point across the story across so a tv series can probably do a better job of that so i'm going to be open-minded to this i don't want to just be closed-minded like no it's not daniel radcliffe like yo daniel radcliffe since harry potter wrapped up its films has done like naked stage plays and stuff like that okay i don't know if they're gonna want to bring daniel radcliffe back anymore uh for harry potter and in general they probably want to go in a different direction not to mention all of the fire that uh wasn't jk rowling has been under since you know her comments that she made about the uh i think it was the trans community or something like that when the hogwarts video game came out a lot of people were boycotting that so maybe they're just trying to go in a different direction and i'm wondering how much you know input jk rowling is going to have on this considering yeah she has a lot of backlash i mean i'm interested to see what they do with this in terms of you know the recastings and stuff like that and i also think they'll be able to do a better job of telling the story but it is going to be hard to see harry and it not be Daniel Radcliffe and likewise with Hermione and Ron Weasley and their actors. Yeah, I don't know how this is going to go, but I'm interested. Moving forward, this is very worrisome. And I'm going to tell you why. Because My Hero Academia is once again, I'm adding, on a sudden break this week in Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 19 due to production reasons. Series will resume in issue number 20 as scheduled. I'm going to call cap. Or if that is legit production reasons, it's mainly due to falling behind on production because Horikoshi's health issues. How many times, I'm going to say this one more time, how many times is we going to hear that Horikoshi is falling ill, he is you know, in no physical condition to write manga, and this has been happening over and over again. So for a lot of the people that are sending a lot of nasty vitriol against My Hero Academia, a lot of hate, a lot of this, that, and the third, just keep in mind that this is what's happening right now. The man's just falling apart and you're going crazy raging about what he is and isn't doing and all of that jazz like yeah i don't care what you want to say uh i want horikoshi to take a couple months off if they gave yuki tabata two months off in between i think they should do the same thing for my hero i get it at this point the way the world is taking a break from your job especially when there's like a input output system the way the manga sales come out and all that jazz it definitely will hurt it definitely can hurt the hype because there's new stuff coming out all the time so i get it why probably horikoshi himself is pushing forward like not trying to stop because even black clover kind of slid back a bit with that break it didn't quite regain its footing that it had with that you know break that tabata took it was two months
months and whatnot. So I get that aspect, but I highly encourage Horikoshi to take a couple months off. Maybe, you know, if he got 20 chapters left or something like that, take two months off, draw them slowly, and I, I don't want nothing to happen to him, dog. Did we not learn anything from what happened with Kentaro Miura, what's been happening since the 90s to Yoshihiro Tagashi? Please, for the love of goodness, let this man take a break because this is not right. This is, this is flat out not right. Mad, mad respects and all of that jazz to Kohei Horikoshi. But please, dog, if you ever come across this video, this clip, take a break. You need it. We don't want anything to happen to you, period. Moving forward, we got some more manga sales for a series that was canceled, but it sold very well. Uh, Pipa Pipa P has reached 450,000 copies in circulation with seven volumes. Too bad it can't come out with an anime and capitalize off of this popularity because Jump didn't let it have its time because it got canceled, which is crazy because almost half a million copies and it gets canceled i don't know what jump was expecting i don't know what happened i don't know if the author just pulled the plug himself he didn't want to write it no more couldn't write it no more i don't know what but i don't know why would you end the series that that's not amazing but those are decent numbers for seven volumes half a million for a music manga about piano players and shit like that that's unconventional and if you get a really good anime behind it with great music and whatnot this could be great so i don't know man maybe they could do a, a one season off i doubt they will they never really touch canceled manga but i would love for them to go back and give this give it a season at least oh one, one season just see like you know what i'm saying get a deal patched up with sony a really dope pianist to do the music compositions for this like come on bro like this manga was good i was really enjoying it i'm so upset that they canceled it and yeah now they can't capitalize off of that half a million audience that bought those seven volumes Good job, Jump. Then we got another series that's selling, uh, but they didn't cancel this one, thankfully. Sakamoto Days has reached 2.8 million copies in circulation with 11 volumes. I love that cover right there. Just in general, um, Sakamoto is going to be big, I think, once once again, it's anime adaptation because it's already got a cult following, you know, almost 3 million with 11 volumes. The main character, you know, it's kind of like an older gentleman. It's not like a young buff or fit dude or, you know, some chicks with fans, like none of that stuff. It's mainly just, you know, like an old retired assassin trying to live his life and his past keeps coming knocking on his door and shit so i don't know big ups to sakamoto for 2.8 million sales not bad at all uh an update for one piece this is just a scheduled one i don't think anything is wrong with oda because one piece will be on break next week in weekly shonen jump issue number 20 however the series will resume the following week in issue number 21 slash 22 as scheduled cool beans there again nothing wrong with oda that's scheduled that's fine and that's the difference between like with my hero where Horikoshi is falling apart and that's why there's sudden breaks constantly and just having regularly scheduled one and that's that my hero has been getting regularly scheduled breaks as well likewise with black clover and all the other stuff and jump but Horikoshi is just he can't do it man he's been doing it since 2014 and he may not be in the best of health compared to other authors oda is a machine that has like god knows how much staff that he can afford to pay maybe Horikoshi between his own health issues and the fact that while my hero is successful maybe it's not on one piece levels of success to be able to hire the staff needed to really take care of him so that he can sit down and relax a bit moving forward this is very fascinating i'm gonna be honest with you this is very fascinating because to see artists and authors from other publications jumping around to different publications it makes me wonder what's going on with shonen jump because in case you don't know, Dr. Stone's Boichi, the artist of Dr. Stone, launches a new super string manga with Shin Angyo Onchi's Inwa Yon, which... Again, Dr. Stone's Boichi is from Shonen Jump, from Shueisha. So for him to be working with somebody from a 
totally different. What this is shown in Sunday. It's very, very interesting. Let's read a little bit about this and I'll tell you why. This year's 19th issue of Shogakugan's weekly Shonen Sunday magazine revealed on Wednesday that Boichi will launch a new webtoon series titled Super String Isekai Kenbun Roku with writer Inwa Yon, Defense Devil Island Shin Angyo Onchi in the 21st issue scheduled to ship April 19th. Line Digital Frontier had previously announced in June 2022 that Boichi would launch a new webtoon series titled Super String with Yon on the Line manga app in mid-2023. The series centers on one young man's story of protecting his family and fighting alone. In the story, heroes from various dimensions come to Earth and fight a war. The magazine describes it as a hyper-dimensional action series about Marco Polo. Superstring is tied into Korean company Y-Lab's Superstring IP, which features characters from different Y-Lab works in one universe. The IP focuses on manhwa, but also includes films, musicals, live action works, and games. And I'm gonna be honest with you, seeing Boichi over here, while I remember, I think it was the writer, if I'm not mistaken, of Dr. Stone was like in Weekly Shonen Magazine or in a Kodansha publication. It's real strange considering both of them have a, a new season of Dr. Stone from Shonen Jump coming out right now. And I can assure you that Shueisha, Shonen Jump don't appreciate their authors giving light to other publications while they're putting in and investing millions of dollars into Dr. Stone right now. So I'm wondering what's going on here. It could be that they have a very sweet deal with Shueisha and Jump that they're allowed to do these things. But it was really strange because I remember I think either it was Boichi or the writer of Dr. Stone had uh, like a little you know story that they were doing in Weekly Shonen Magazine it might have been Weekly Shonen Magazine it was in one of the Kodansha publications and it had to end for sad reasons so very very strange of what's going on right now it could be that Jump just ain't on it like that like they used to be it could be that yo dog they gotta pay bills come on let me work you know what I'm saying you ain't gonna give me no publication anytime soon you're still riding off of that Dr. Stone hype I gotta work so it could be that as well but really really strange I'll keep you guys posted if we get any more updates on what's going on with these two but yeah a new series and I ain't gonna lie the premise sounds really dope I'm, I'm kind of excited for this one moving forward we have some updates from Hunter Hunter's creator Yo Yoshihiro Tagashi in terms of a recommendation. It says here Hunter Hunter creator Yoshihiro Tagashi is recommending the novel The Tales I Told the Pelican at Park. Orega Koen de Pelican ni Shita Hanashi by Hidayama Yumeaki. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen creator Gege Akutami and Tokyo Ghoul creator Suishida are also recommending. Whoa! <laughs> Talk about a way to blow something up when you got the creators of Hunter Hunter, Tokyo Ghoul, and Jujutsu Kaisen. Although it kind of goes into that theory that Yoshihiro Tagashi is the creator of all three, but that's a different story. For all three of these giant creators to come out and recommend this series, that is what is it called again the tales i told the pelican at park i need to read this and it's a novel I, there's literally like nothing on this wow i actually absolutely have to read this one though like if all of hirayama yumeaki the story i told the pelican in the park the only thing i see is like this cover of like a thumbs up like that that's literally it that's wild i i, I want to read this though what the heck then we got a new Sandland anime movie PV. Uh, this film is set to premiere August 18, 2023. I hope that this hits theaters. This is something I would love to go watch with my kids. I read the Sandland manga ooh, many, many years ago now at this point, but I remember enjoying it, and it's from Akira Toriyama, and it utilizes the same art style and animation of Dragon Ball superheroes, which I ain't gonna lie, I grew fond of after the fact of that 
3D, 2D blend, and it looks kind of good. I'm gonna be honest with you. And the voice acting sounds interesting as well. So yeah, new Sandland anime PV for this film, which initially they said new Sandland anime coming or a Sandland anime is coming. And I was like, how is there an anime coming? They need to be more specific. They should have just said film from the rip. Yo, we got a film coming for Sandland. And yeah, Toriyama making money from his bed nonstop. Uh, this is a story that I just wanted to talk about because I found it hilarious. It's not necessarily anime related, although this uh, person or one of the people in this story is a huge anime fan. Uh, man accused of posing as police officer to see Meg the Stallion concert. <laughs> uh, Trayvon Lil Darius Stevenson, 28, was held in the Harris County Jail over the weekend after being charged with impersonating a public servant. Court documents read that Stevenson allegedly wore a police K-9 vest and claimed to be working security as a police officer with the intention of seeing Megan the Stallion sold out performance at Discovery Green. I don't think homie needs to go to jail for that per se. He just wanted to see a little bit of the hottie. You know what I'm saying? He wanted to see a little bit of that Meg Meg. You dig? Like, I mean, I guess you, know, you gotta take precautions, but nah. I think they, they outdoing it. Like, give homie a fine and, and I don't know, maybe if she really feels a certain way of restraining order, but putting homie in jail over all that, I don't know, dog. He just, he just wanted to get a little bit of that Tina Snow, you dig? <laughs> but at the same time with everything she's been through, you can't be too cautious to say, you know, at the end of the day, if homie was doing all of that, you never know, so I get it, but shout outs to Meg. Yo, I don't want to pose as a police officer, but yo, can I see you? No. <laughs> Then we got the first look at Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker and Joker 2. And I ain't gonna lie, I'm excited to see this film. The first one was crazy and it's strictly for entertainment. Honestly, like there's not nothing that I really get out of the Joker in terms of moral lessons that you get from superhero films because it's a, you know, villain focused R-rated film. But boy, was it entertaining. Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. I'm not gonna lie. That's kind of like, I never saw it in a million years. I didn't even know Lady Gaga was doing acting. Like, I just remember Lady Gaga's wearing like meat dresses and, you know, having like hit records, which I wonder who Lady Gaga pissed off that her music career went from being at the top of the top to now she's Harley Quinn. But then again, you know, switching professions is a really awesome thing if you're able to do it. So salute to Lady Gaga for getting it done and being in what's going to be probably one of the biggest films of its year whenever it comes out. I think they said, was it 2024, 2025 for Joker 2? But yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And I mean, Joaquin Phoenix as Joker, he's probably going to look just identical to how he looked because it looks like he's in the back of a cop car right here or in a, a police officer van or something like that. And yeah, so it's probably going to take place from right after the first film. But yeah, can't wait to see it. And again, Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. I don't know, man. I, I really love me some Margot Robbie, although she's playing as Barbie now. Weird, but okay. Moving forward for Verb fans, VRV streaming service bundle will be merging with Crunchyroll. A lot of people have been asking about that over the years. Uh, the official website for Crunchyroll's VRV streaming service bundle announced on Tuesday it will be merging with Crunchyroll where current VRV subscriptions, including watch histories and queues, migrating to Crunchyroll premium accounts. Due to Verb being a Crunchyroll brand, it became part of Sony's Funimation Global Group following the latter's acquisition of Crunchyroll from AT&T. Funimation Global Group completed its acquisition of Crunchyroll on August 9, 2021. Funimation content later moved to Crunchyroll in March 2022 with the Funimation brand name gradually retired afterward. 
Verve is a subscription bundle that includes anime streaming service Crunchyroll, as well as several other streaming services, including Cartoon Hangover, Rooster Teeth, and Mondo. The service used to include Funimation until November 2018, following an announcement that Crunchyroll and Funimation Entertainment would end their partnerships to share content. VRV added the High Dive streaming services content in November 2018, and later removed the content in September 2021 after the Crunchyroll acquisition. So, essentially, you're going to be able to get Cartoon Hangover, uh, Rooster Teeth, and Mondo a part of this service. Funimation is already a part of Crunchyroll. I think they have most of their catalog anyways, but for people that have been asking about this for a long time, like, yo, Fenev, do you know? Do you know? There you go. Now you know. And I'm not talking about Gasai or you know from Black Clover either. Hey! Moving forward, One Piece fans, in particular of the Odyssey game. It says here, One Piece Odyssey game gets new post-game reunion of Memories DLC. Bandai Namco Entertainment began streaming on Wednesday a trailer for the One Piece Odyssey game, and it reveals that the game will get a new reunion of memories dlc the video list at the dlc will be available soon the dlc takes place after the game's main story and the dlc the straw hat crew will return to memoria the world of their memories the video teases the appearance of anadu the one piece odyssey game of course launched for ps5 ps4 xbox series xjs and p yeah yo xbox is so confusing at this point and pc via steam on january 13th delayed from the originally planned 2022 release but yeah the game is pretty cool i need to play more of it to be honest with you like that i need to put that on my radar to play more of because i want to play more of it but yeah uh they're, they're going to be putting some dlc out for it so it's not like they completely abandoned the game i'm happy about that i guess rising of the shield hero fans people have been asking me about what's going on because i remember a while back they had announced seasons two and three of the anime and we got season two and never got season three to be honest with you i need to dig into season two it's been a bit i heard some bad things about production issues for season two so i never really dove in but it says here the rising of the shield hero anime website begins hourglass countdown the dragon hourglass suddenly appeared on the official japanese website for the rising of the shield hero anime franchise yesterday and has started a mysterious countdown in the anime story the dragon hourglass indicates how much time until the next wave of calamity the countdown on the site will end at 20 jst so what eight o'clock on april 7th what will happen when it reaches zero don't miss it following the well-received first season in 2019 and the second season in 2022 the much-awaited tv anime's third season has been in the works crunchyroll will stream as it airs in japan for members in north america blah 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 uh the staff announced for season three is as follows there you go season three was originally announced at crunchyroll expo 2019 yeah like i said they announced uh, two seasons i'm guessing this is going to give us a release date and a trailer probably a trailer with the release date for season three which would be perfect timing for me to hop into season two because i really enjoyed season one i was just a little bit confused as to how much of the story i'm going to enjoy moving forward now that mine had been dealt with and you know exposed for all the bullshit that she pulled on the main character but yeah i'm looking forward to seeing where they go with it i honestly i wouldn't mind re-watching that first season it was it was a banger big updates for rumiko takahashi creator of inuyasha france knights urusayatsura inuyasha creator rumiko takahashi Takahashi from a massive Kaiju 8 mural across the National Library to the Prime Minister meeting with Eichiro Oda and other cultural legends. Yo, France is making big moves and they just got Eden Zero, right? France is becoming a big thing in the anime and manga market. Beware. France is certifiably mad for Japanese manga. That passion extends to one of the nation's highest honors, the Chevrolet de Orte des Arts de... Okay, yeah, let me stop. Knights of the Order of Arts and Letters, which was just awarded to Inuyasha, Urusai Yatsura, and Maisani Koku creator Rumiko Takahashi. A ceremony was held today at the official residence of the French ambassador to Japan in Tokyo, at which Takahashi commented, thank you very much for giving me 
me this prestigious award. I'm thrilled that people in France enjoy my work that depict everyday life in Japan. I'm now inspired to work even harder. No, 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 no. You don't need to work even harder. You old, you relax, you enjoy your residuals, you enjoy making what you make. Stop with that working even harder. Don't work harder, work smarter, do your thing. Takahashi joins fellow mangaka Jiro Taneguchi, the Summit of Gods, Katsuhiro Otomo, Akira, Leiji Matsumoto, Galaxy Express 999, Akira Toriyama's Dragon Ball, and Go Nagai Devilman on the honorable list of recipients. That is one hell of a list to be on. Shouts out to Rumiko Takahashi. I think Hiromashi must have, should be on there, to be honest with you. I know some people be like, oh! he is a legend that has had hit after hit. Hiromashima should be on that list. They need to induct him next. I'm just saying. France. Hiromashima, put him on there. Then quickly, let's take a look at some colored imagery for the upcoming new series from some of the vets that are returning and just in general, the newbies coming to Weekly Shonen Jump. Again, we got Tenmaku Cinema by Shun Saeki and Yuto Tsukura, aka the author and artist of Shokugeki no Soma. And I said before, I go like, that looks like S-Def from Akama Got Kill. So it's a little weird. It looks like S-Def and then the main character from Bakuman. Mad strange. Then we got... Kirurao by Tadatoshi Fujimaki, aka the author of Kuroko no Basket. I'm gonna keep it a buck. It's really weird. He has a book and a gun in another hand, and it's not the most appealing art. The other series kind of looks more appealing, but at the same time, it's simple. But yeah, I don't know. It's real strange. But okay, we're going in a different direction, Fujimaki, huh? From basketballs to guns. What the hell are you doing there, buddy? Uh, then we got Dorechi by Jun Kirarazaka. Oh, God. I ain't gonna lie. The art on this one looks really cool. I really like the coloring, the boxing glove, the rags. Like, kind of looks like the robe that the girl from Akanebanashi wears, but then, like, there's boxing gloves. Like, maybe. Maybe that's Akane Banashi's uh, brother or yeah, <laughs> Akane's brother. Uh, then we got Nue Diviner by Kawai Kota. And I gotta lie, the art on that one looks sick as well. Kind of reminds me of, oh, I can't remember the name of the series. It had like over 100 chapters and never got an uh, anime adaptation from Shonen Jump. But yeah, that looks cool too. Um, all around these new uh, Jump series, pretty promising stuff. Again, Fujimaki, I don't know what the hell he's about to pull going from like sports series to this, but I'm ready for it. Okay, people, let's jump into the Weekly Shonen Jump and Weekly Shonen Magazine author comments courtesy of Jose underscore Ke. Let's start with Weekly Shonen Magazine. For starters, we got Hiromashima. I participated in a pre-screening of Eden Zero's anime. Been a while since I was able to hang out with the cast. Again, author of Eden Zero and Fairy Tale, uh, Fairy Tale Andreas Quest, all of that good stuff. Um, yeah, I would love to watch Eden Zero season two. Uh, let me know what, what's happening with that, buddy. Uh, then we got Nakama Suzuki, author of Four Nights of the Apocalypse, Seven Deadly Sins. My editor, M. Kuhn, told me about the character popularity results. It's hard to believe, so you just have to check it out yourself. I kind of want to check it out. Who, who won on that popularity poll? All right. We got Negi Haraba, author of Ranger Reject. My wife confused a video of shaving down a cutting board with our child crying in the middle of the night and jumped out of bed <laughs> i got like okay that's funny that's funny uh then we got let's see here uh we got yoshitoki oima author of two year eternity i want to be picked up and taken away by kometa coffee's commercial jingle i would love to get picked up and taken away to a happy place yay no. <laughs> uh, we got Kei Urana author of Gachi Akuta I love designing characters so much cool beans we got Yusuke Nomura author of Blue Lock I love Blue Lock Blue Lock is awesome I'm in the middle of season 1 right now big shout out to the anime staff and their hard work on episode 24 the manga is roaring on I don't know how it could be like it feels like Blue Lock has such a you know set up for okay it's you know it has an ending already in sight and it's like how do you keep it going after this first season but i'm interested to see where it goes then we got george morikawa author of hajime no ipo that one win in the m league leaves me with mixed feelings 
cool beans. But yeah, that's Weekly Shonen Magazine. Let's hop over to Weekly Shonen Jump. Starting it off, we got Marshall uh, Hajime Komodo from Marshall Magic and Muscles. I got an early look and the anime is really funny. I'm so happy. I can't wait to watch it. Uh, again, probably it might be out by the time you're watching this video. If not, it should be out within the day or so after. Uh, we got Sakamoto Days, Yuto Suzuki. My stamina is getting worse and worse. I need to go for walks even though my allergies are so bad. Yo, a little bit of gym time. Yo, 30 minutes a day here and there, every other day, every day. Do wonders for you. The Ichinose Family's Deadly Sins by Tizen5. A huge thanks to everyone reading and everyone helping me with the series. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Oh, I think I got another chapter to read. Did I? Oh, I think there's another chapter. I gotta go read it. Cool beans. Undead Unlucked Yoshifumi Tezuka. Thanks for all the Valentines. I got letters too. I'll eat the candy while I work. Jujutsu Kaisen's Gagakutami. I thought she'd become more writer-like, but Yorozu became more Riger-like. I don't know. Yorozu is badass, though. I just gotta throw that in there. I'm just saying. Elusive Samurai's Yusei Matsui. It's been a month since I started using the six-pad, and I'm starting to get buff. Maybe I should get the leg version, too. Man, I ain't gonna lie. I can't wait to get to the gym after this. Talking about the gym so much, I go every other day. My damn self, it's my gym day. Yeah, let me get up out of here. Come on. Akane Banashi's Yuki Suenaga. I'm way late, but I finally saw Baby Assassin. It was great. I need to go see the sequel. Uh, My Hero Academia's Kohei Horikoshi. I've been listening to Aurora nonstop since discovering her last month when she came to Japan. It was love at first sight. Shoutouts to Aurora. Then I'm going to skip a few because I don't want to read all of these today. We got Mia Roboko, Shuhei Miyazaki. The WBC ruled. To be honest, I woke up in Japan had already won. Sorry that I pretended to have watched it. All right, you goofball. Uh, we got Black Clover's Yuki Tabata. My wife was so tired that her face became like Mr. Seven from One Piece. Get some rest. Fam just violated his wife's whole existence. I hope she reads this and slaps him upside his head. <laughs> wow. Alrighty then. And then we'll end it off with Tokyo Demon Bride Story by Tadaichi Nakama. This is a series that recently got canceled. Thank you to everyone who read my series. I'll go back to square one and work my way up again. Uh, you do that. It's always, I don't care what it is, whether I hated the series or not. It's always a shame when these series see, um, you know, their end because a lot of these authors, that's their dream shattering in their face. So Tadaichi Nakama, do your best and come back. Ganbate kudasai. All right, and let's close this bad boy off with the top 50 best-selling manga of the week, Curtis of Jose underscore K. We got places 50 through 41. We got Blue Lock at 49. Volume 13, 15K this week, 623,000 total. Then Blue Lock again at 48 with uh, 640,015 this week as well. What the hell? That's one hell of a name of a manga. Raising children while being an adventurer. That sounds like my life right now. With three days, 16,000 copies. Okay, let's raise these children while being adventurous. Let's, let's do it. Uh, we got a toilet bound Hanako Kun volume 19 in 19 days, uh, 203,000, 16k this week. Not bad, not bad, not bad. Uh, Tensai Shitara Kendeshita. Is that the slime series? Uh, three days, 16.2k, cool beans. What is that? Five star stories, volume 17, 16k this week, uh, 169 in 17 days total. Cover looks interesting. Okay. Uh, moving forward, we got places 40 through 31. Less of the blue lock lock. What, what's happening here? I'm, I'm noticing blue lock is starting maybe because the anime wrapped itself up. 
Alrighty. Uh, we got, let's see. Okay, My Dress Up Darling has a new volume, volume 30, no, volume 11, limited edition at number 37 with 17K in two days. Okay, so I'm betting the real volume, um, you know, the regular edition sold crazy. We got Record of Ragnarok with a volume 18 limited edition in seven days, 17.8K. So this is going to be interesting to see. Blue Lock, volume 22, 18.5 this week, 435,000 total. Hajime no Ipo, I'm always impressed. Uh, volume 137 at number 31 with 18k 56k in 11 days with volume 137 let's be real here this madness then we got let's see 30 through 21 four nights of the apocalypse volume 11 in 11 days 54k 20.4 this week yeah when that anime comes we'll see what happens because seven deadly sins is popular and it looks like they're tagging it as seven deadly sins four nights of the apocalypse so it's gonna be a big one uh overlord got a new volume in two days 23k volume 18 cool beans solo leveling I never understand why they put it on the charts because it's a Korean manhwa, but uh, Solo Leveling Volume 12 in four days, 25,000. Alrighty. Then we got places 20 through 11, another Solo Leveling Volume, Volume 11 in four days, 25.7. Solo Leveling. <laughs> it's been making waves. Uh, Blue Lock episode of uh, Nagi, Volume 2 in 11 days, 111K with 27K this week. That is going to be big. I'm, I'm interested in it because I passed the uh, Nagi episodes where, you know, they go uh, face off against Nagi and them uh I, I would say for the first time I don't know if they face off against them again but boy was those some crazy episodes and I'm excited to I don't know if I'll read these mangas I might wait because they got a movie coming out of it so I might just wait for the movie but yeah pretty exciting stuff uh then we got Kinukuman volume 81 and 10 days 62k with 29k this week who's buying these Kinukuman manga volumes it's nuts uh record of Ragnarok the Jack of the Ripper case files volume 1 30,000 in seven days okay that's a spinoff I got confused for a second I was like wait a minute a record of Ragnarok only selling 30 what's going on here but that's a spinoff 30k for a Jack the Ripper all right uh Kaiju number eight volume nine uh, 24 days, 383,000. This is, I want to say, one of the slowest selling volumes of Kaiju. Or maybe Kaiju number 8 is starting to see, like, drawback from, you know, the massive hit that it was in the beginning. Because, yeah, by now, Kaiju would be at well over half a million, 600,000, 700,000. So, in 24 days, 383,000. Uh, could be better for for Kaiju standards. These are great sales. But for Kaiju number 8 standards, it's a little low. Uh, Oshinoko volume 11. In 10 days, 93K, 48 seven this week good stuff there and then we got top 10 top 10 top 10 top 10 coming in at number 10 uma musume cinderella gray volume 10 104k in 10 days with 53k total this week uh so so no free error in volume 10 in 11 days 208k 63k total i can't wait for that anime a uh, one piece volume 105 in 24 days 1.6 with 68k this week Okie dokie, going on up, Jujutsu Kaisen Volume 22, uh, in 24 days, 1.118 with 80k this week, it's slowly catching up to One Piece, I'm just saying, a little bit, a little under uh, half a million, I'm, I'm just I'm just saying, uh, that My Dress Up Darling Volume 11, the real thing, with two days, 80k, if you add the other sales, so almost 100k, I want to say, for My Dress Up Darling Volume 11, good stuff, uh, Blue Lock on its second week, 
week run or in 11 days, 279,000 with 82K this week. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing why uh, Raichi is with something locked around his neck. What the heck is going on? And then number one, Record of Ragnarok, Volume 18, with seven-day total of 107,000 sales. You had the other sales that did decent. A pretty interesting week. No major, major sales, but 100K ain't bad. And yeah, it looks like... Um, Jujutsu Kaisen is catching up to One Piece. Interesting. But yeah, that's the top 50 best-selling uh, manga of the week. Let me know what you thought. And that's all I have for this one. I'm Fenebra World. And as always, people, have an awesome day. And remember the golden rule. Anime and manga for life, boy. Have an awesome day. Peace in. And you guys just watched another episode of Whatever News. Have an awesome day. Subscribe and hit that bell, yo. For real. I have a dream alone in my room as I sit with the tea. Couldn't possibly think what I often see. And you don't even know how I often blink. Lights be flashing and looking at me. Such an odd, unique. Yet I'm so unique and you're looking at me. If the wolves could talk, they would probably re And I'd probably say, bitch, get the fuck off me.